to preview the match, joining us now is the host of SENQ Breakfast and chairman of the Brisbane Heat, Ian Healy. What Heels, welcome to the Summer Run Home. Thanks very much, James. Go, Boz. Hey, buddy. How are you? Yes, very well. Thanks. I've just cool. arrived in Sydney. Very so, good. Um, so before we start, yeah, be, yeah, before we start be this good. interview, I'm very uncomfortable that you're chairman of the Heat. Is that a conflict of interest doing this interview <laughs> now, right about here? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. It's, it's a great rivalry. Oh, it yeah, is. And I'm starting it off right now as I'm sick of <laughs> winning the rugby league. And we're going to hit back tonight. <laughs> we would love to be. We would love to be as good as those Sydney Sixers. Gee, they're good. Oh, we're, here we go. See, the see, they do this very well. Yeah. This is what they get for the state of origin, your favourites and all. You should have seen on White World of Sports when I said to Darren Lockyer and Billy Slater, you know, obviously your favourites for Origin 3, they went nuts because it was against their MO. You know, don't you you tell, yeah, you're at Lane Park. What are you on about? (laughs) Mate, that the Origin uh, underdog tag even amazes Queenslanders. It it comes out. It comes out every year and New South Wales are the favourites. How's that happen? That's what I told them. It was like Mike Tyson at his pomp going, oh, I'm really scared tonight. You know, it's going to be a tough fight. Yeah, of course, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, let's talk. I mean, so let's speak about favourites. The Sixers may be favourites tonight, but the Heat were favourites at the beginning of the tournament. Have you seen, let's talk about your team first, Brisbane. Have you seen their performances through the tournament thus far, Heels? Uh, it's been really, really good, and they've been well received uh, up at home. The crowds have been good, and mm. everyone's enjoyed their style of play. Then we lost uh, our two internationals, um, Colin Munro and Sam Billings, who really care and they mm. get get really involved in the in the program. Um, so th- then we lost to the, you know when we lost them, or we didn't play them in the last round because we had to get some game time into Jimmy Pearson, our wicketkeeper, mm. and um, Maxi Bryant. So. So we lost to Perth and, and then we played pretty badly against the Sixers on the Gold Coast on Friday night and then we bounced back hard on Monday night. So, so uh, yeah, they've been, they've been quite exciting and people have loved them. Mm. Would I be right in saying tonight, Heels, both teams would be hoping to win the toss and bat first? Oh, I think so. That, that's normally the go in Sydney. I, I think the game's flipped back to batting first again, mm. you know, about – three years ago, up to about three years ago, they really loved chasing totals, didn't they? I think they've, you know, they didn't mind uh, a big total on the board and they could just release and and go for it, uh, hitting a lot of sixes and big balls. So I think it's turned around again to to sort of try to mount some scoreboard pressure at the end and maybe the bowlers have got better at defending totals. Um, I'm not quite sure what's happened in the game, but normally in Sydney, the wicket's at its best first up Mm. to bat. Uh, what's uh, the what's the secret for the Brisbane Heat to beating this Sydney side? It's a strange scenario where they played only a week ago and the Sixers got the better of the Heat. How do they turn it around that short time uh, yeah. time frame? Um, well, we just have to. We had the Sixers in enough trouble, and then Moses Enriquez and and Dan Hughes. Uh, uh, he, yeah, he, he's Daniel Daniel Hughes at yeah, the top Daniel, of the order, left hander. Yeah. They batted brilliantly. They batted like cricketers, like not not T Twenty players, mm. and they they summed up the conditions really really well, and and just stayed in. Mm. So so we've got to do that a bit better. When we batted, we we'd hit one six, and then think, oh, hang on, we're right here, and, and go for another one, cross the line, and sky it straight up. Mm. We didn't bat particularly cleverly, but we did on and we then on Monday night we left it all up to Josh Brown. He made 140, yeah. um, and so we've just got to be ready to pitch in if if it doesn't happen at the top of the order like it did on Monday night. 
and bat a little little smarter or more relevant to their conditions. And 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 then our bowlers have to maintain their quality. We've got a very good attack, mm. um, and so we can create pressure. We've got Spencer Johnson, Tall Paul, two big left armers. We've got Xavier Bartlett and Michael Niza, um, and then two spinners So and a spare spinner. So we we got everything there. If they bowl well, we're we're going to be hard to beat. But let's see. And and heels in terms of from a captain captaincy perspective. I mean, we we in our sport used to always yeah. sort of look at cricket and go, wow, you know, a captain is like it's so much to think about and and yeah. what more than we, any sport. I, I, I think so. Yeah. It's so it's so important. And obviously, they've got leaders of the group which have to help them. You know, specifically like people like yourself who used to be wicket keeper, maybe somebody else in the slip. So you know, people who've got experience. Do you think the responsibility is more for a test captain or for a 2020 captain or even a ODI captain? Oh, I think I think test. Okay. If if you've got an even contest between two good teams, yeah, you've got a lot to do in five days. You, you know, to, are we going to go now? We're going to push the button now. Are we going to go for wickets or are we going to start to accelerate the run rate? Those sorts of yeah. decisions. Whereas T20 and the shorter the shorter the game gets, the game sort of tells you what you got to do oh, now. I gotcha. Okay, more reactive. We've got yeah. a we've got a score at ten and over. Let's go. Right. Whereas you've got to make those decisions for yourself in a test. Gotcha. Um having said that, what about it's a classic, isn't it, the two captains tonight? Our bloke who's a young a young player up and comer, uh, has captained the heat three times mm. and Moses has done it a hundred. <laughs> yeah, so, that's but, a big yeah. difference. Yeah. But I just think, you know, when it's so quick and so fast. You know, and because they've only got four overs, right, the bowlers, you, especially in the field, you've got to be very careful. I would have thought that, you know, you've got to think to yourself, especially if you're defending, and if you have to defend it, maybe a, a total that is a little bit less than you thought it would be, you've got to make a lot of decisions very quickly, and the game can get yes. away from you, I would uh, I would have thought, in 2020 much quicker than it can in a, in a test arena. Yes, it can, but that's more on the players, not so much the captain. Gotcha. But that those four overs that the players get, they might be four lots of one as well. You, you might have to swap really quickly, so mm. that's part of it. And then you have to synchronise everything. A, a team, the, the Sydney are nearly the best at doing this, right? So the field gets set and the bowler's got a bowl in a position where they'll have the batsman hit to one of those fielders. Mm. And and they're really good at that. If you miss your length, for example, you might get hit in different different areas of the field and be quite expensive. Mm. So so that synchronisation, uh, I, I need you to bowl there, and I'm going to set the field like this. Yes. And they should be they should struggle to score freely. Mm. And and their next ball, for example, it can change. Yes. Yeah, one mm. ball at a time, even. They're sort of like set plays. Yeah. that these captains will deploy tonight. We're talking right now with Chairman of the Brisbane Heat and SEN's own Ian Healy. Heels, I want to talk test cricket, but before we get to that, can you give us a prediction for tonight's game? Unbiased, if possible. Yeah, if possible. Oh, oh, it, yeah. yeah it can't be unbiased. <laughs> yeah. uh, but it's genuinely 50-50. And, you know, if Josh Brown gets away, we, we could win. Um, no problems. They always downplay Queenslanders. Um, they always downplay. Same as their top order. So I think we've got... I think we've got an unknown batting lineup and a better bowling attack than the Sydney Sixers. They're playing at home, they'll be comfortable, and they're in decent form. So, so I, I can't even predict. It's it's not even see, worth predicting. Brilliant. But um, you know, two good teams that match up very well. So let's see who goes 
well in the three-hour period. Well, he'll, he, here's my prediction. You can give this to your team. You're not coming up uh, down here and winning. You're going to lose. So there you go. Tell that to them in the dressing right room before the game. Right right? Yeah. And by the way, if you win, win, I'm t- if you win, I'm turning my phone off later. Put it that way. Yeah, <laughs> uh, beauty. Uh, everyone rings you. Hey, Heels, uh, the second test starts tomorrow against the West Indies. Uh, you're going to be part yep. of that call with uh, the SEN cricket team. Uh, Usman Khawaja cleared to play uh, some other big stories in the cricket world. I mean, there's the Glenn Maxwell story, but let's talk firstly about uh, this this test tomorrow. And, uh, you know, is it going to be more of a contest? How many days will we get out of it? Does the day-night add a, a, any extra advantage for the West Indies maybe? Can they draw something from that? Yeah, probably not. They they bowled well in Adelaide and got us oh, out well. uh, reasonably cheaply. So so that's okay. They just need to make sure they hold on to their catches, bowl as well. The conditions, as you say, as you intimate, might swing. It's been really humid up there, so it might swing. There, there's normally a better grass cover on a pitch for the pink ball to protect it a little bit. So that might that might um, give some seam. Um, and but it'll come down to how well the West Indies can bat again against our bowlers. Mm. Uh, they're, they're talented enough. I just hope for the next five to ten years they can keep these guys together, yeah. find enough money to really value Test cricket once again, and get back going. So um, now I, I I think the discrepancy between the two sides will be there again. So let's see how big it is. But my first Test in Australia in 1988. We got beaten as badly by the West Indies as the West Indies got beaten by yeah. Australia last Remember week those in Adelaide. Days. Remember those days? Yeah, hundred percent. So, yeah. so they've just, I just hope they can turn it around like we we did in the late eighties and into the nineties. I think it's a lot to do as well with our sporting culture per se. Like you know, Australian, in my yeah. opinion, don't like to see two uneven contests one way or the other. Yeah. Yeah. But I I will say this: there's a lot of places around the world, and for me personally, when I'm going to watch. My country, that's the world champions in, in Australia. Me personally, I don't mind. I'm going to go there. I want to watch it. I want to, I know I'm going to get what I want, which is them winning and winning well. Mm. And I understand both sides. But so far as I'm concerned, I love my cricket. My team are the world champions. I'm going there and I'm expecting them to win and win well. Yeah, we, we've got that attitude and we've got good investment in our sport and we understand the the esteem and the, the confidence it gives your whole country. You feel good if you if you've got good teams, you know. 100%. But the West Indies, the West Indies, it's a it's a combination of twenty six countries. Yeah. That there's the pressure they're under right there to, to get together to provide investment levels that are gonna make make cricketers get better. It's very, very difficult and costly. Mm. We heard there's a bit of COVID going through the Australian team. Do we know if there's gonna be yes. any changes to the lineup? Geez, I hope not. We've got Renshaw down here with us. Um, So (laughs) we don't want him getting called back just yet. Um, No, yeah, Cameron Green and Travis Head with COVID and Andrew McDonald. Um, So, uh, no, we haven't heard of any changes. And it'll be interesting to see how how sport copes with COVID these days. Well, the government guidelines are if you've got it, you can still go to work. So they can still go to yeah. work. They just put a mask on when they're playing. They sit away. No using away, your sweat we'll run the, to put shine on the ball. That's it. <laughs> yeah. uh, hey, Hills, uh, the T20 squad for the West Indies series was announced today. Uh, Mitch Marsh named as captain. That's a huge mm. honour for him. Uh, interestingly, yes. we spoke briefly. Glenn Maxwell, so he's been named in the squad despite what happened the other night. Uh, Pat Cummins came out in an interview yesterday, basically said he needs to pull his socks up a bit. Um, Fair enough. Thoughts firstly in the squad and then, and then the Glenn Maxwell scenario. Uh, 
Um, I'm I'm a little um, surprised, as I was night before last or something, when when the one day team got selected, that Spencer Johnson's not in it. Mm. You know, like he, as soon as Starkey gets rested, you know we've got a, a big tall left armer bowling the house down in a T20 comp. Get him in there. Mm. So I don't, I don't really know about that one. Um, but that's about all. It's a extremely talented squads, both those one days and T20s. Yeah. Um, congratulations to Mitch Marsh. Hasn't he had a great recovery? Yeah. Um, so uh, yeah, that, that's about all I can. I haven't really had a good um, assessment of what, who got selected. But um, yeah, I was just, I, I'm thinking that Spencer should be at least in one of those teams. Mm. There you go. And then uh, the Glenn Maxwell issue. So uh, I've not really known a player to have this many injuries yeah. as a result of uh, as a result of skylarking. Look, he's thirty five. So when you say pull your socks up, I mean he's thirty five. It is what it is. But um, what do, what should a cricket Australia do about this? Um, investigate it and and probably do what they're doing. You know, mm. you be very mindful of your decisions. You know what what happened there. You know, mm. was it was it dehydration or was it just straight out booze? Who knows? But mm. yeah, they, they they need to find out. Maybe Glenn could own up himself. Mm. Um, but but no, they, they don't have to jump in um, ahead of everyone else. But but certainly the cautions, the precautions he, he now needs to take has have been expelled out to him. I reckon Pat Cummins was quite good on this. Mm. And uh, you, you know, you own your decisions. You're an adult. And, there will be ramifications if you if you get it wrong too often, surely. Absolutely spot on. That's mm. I think that's all, and that's all organisation can do. A lot of organisations usually have, depending on, on what you are, you know, one chances, two chances, and and I'm sure um, that they've perhaps gone through all that right now. Um, and and it's down to you know you're free to do as you want. We're very lucky to live in a country where you can do that, but you're not free from the consequences. No. Simple as that. And like I said to you, the standards are so high in Australian cricket. You've got. You know, the, you know, the world champion one day side, the world champion test side. So, and there's people, you know, if you heard, um, you know, he was talking about, you know, in another position, you know, there's, there's people breathing down everyone's neck. So um, it's, it's really down to the player. If he really wants to maintain his spot and where he is in the line of Australian cricket, he'll do something about it. Have you been and seen uh, Six and Out Live Heels? Are they that exciting? No, no. <laughs> I, 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 saw, I, I have seen them in Darwin. But yeah, no, they go good and they have a lot of fun. But yeah, no. Well, they're that exciting that that Maxi went to sleep. <laughs> so. uh, all right, uh, you can catch the BBL final live from the SCG Sixers versus Heat, seven PM Australian Eastern Daylight Savings Time, six PM up in Queensland across the SEN network. Ian Healy, thanks for joining us on the run home, and uh, good luck. To this afternoon yeah. and tonight. Thanks, Seals. No worries, fellas. Thanks, Thanks to a speak lot. to you, mate. Bye.